Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Good Thursday morning. The battle over that Mar-a-Lago search is heating up today. The clash ready to take center stage in court. It's September 1st. This is today. Showdown. The Justice Department and former President Trump's legal team set to face off at a key hearing today. At stake, how to handle those top secret documents seized from Trump's home. What both sides are saying as the fight intensifies. A live report straight ahead. Feeling the heat. Brutally high temperatures out west, shattering records, fueling new wildfires, and pushing the power grid to its limit. Drivers warned not to charge their electric vehicles. Meanwhile, down south, much-needed help starts to arrive in Mississippi. The National Guard called in to support those residents facing a fourth straight day without running water. We'll have the very latest and your full Labor Day weekend forecast. Shot in the arm. A new round of COVID vaccine boosters could get the green light as soon as today. These updated boosters are critical. This morning, the push to curb a winter wave, how well those shots will work, and who should get them. All that, plus heading out, the Labor Day travel rush getting underway this morning. And now there's a new way to help you deal with those flight cancellations and delays. What you need to know just ahead today, Thursday, September 1st, 2022. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Oda Cutby, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. And a good Thursday morning to you. Welcome to today. We're so glad you're joining us. Savannah and Hoda are enjoying vacations like mm -hmm. a lot of families this week. Who's ready for the Labor Day weekend? We'll have a full look at what to expect if you are traveling, including a brand new tool designed to help airline passengers. And of course, we have your full forecast with dangerous temperatures expanding out west. But first, we are going to start with that courtroom showdown set to take place today. A federal judge set to decide if an independent party should be appointed to review those classified documents seized from Donald Trump's Florida home. Overnight, Trump's team claiming he is being, quote, criminalized for possessing, quote, his own presidential records. NBC's senior Washington correspondent Hallie Jackson has the very latest. Hallie, good morning to you. Hey, Craig, good morning. Ahead of a court hearing in Florida you talked about later today, the former president's legal team, in a pretty combative filing, is accusing the Justice Department of twisting the framework of the former president's request for that third party to look at the classified material, framing the documents as his own records, and suggesting there's not cause for alarm, despite the Justice Department's clear concern. A defiant response this morning from the Trump team, arguing it should have been fully anticipated that the former president would have had sensitive materials at his home, describing the documents as his own presidential records, even though the law says they belong to the government, and suggesting the National Archives should have simply followed up in a good faith effort to get those classified records back. The Trump reply basically says, 
well, why didn't these parties just keep negotiating over these documents? DOJ's whole point is they tried that. It didn't work. They tried a subpoena. It didn't work. They had to go to a search warrant. Mr. Trump's team arguing without a so-called special master to review the classified documents found at Mar-a-Lago, unchecked Justice Department investigators could selectively leak and publicize aspects of their investigation. The Trump team also says this photo showing classified material was gratuitously included in the DOJ's filing earlier this week and say the documents were spread across the floor for dramatic effect. They call a description of a June 3rd meeting where investigators visited Mar-a-Lago in person significantly mischaracterized. The Justice Department says that's when Mr. Trump's attorneys swore they'd done a diligent search for any classified material, although FBI agents found dozens of documents at Mar-a-Lago, including several in the former president's personal office. That is not the way his office looks. Anybody that knows President Trump's office, he has guests frequently there. That could undercut his attorney's arguments. The material was held in, quote, a secure setting from Republicans, mostly silence on the DOJ developments. I don't have any observations about that. But Mr. Trump himself has hardly been silent, posting dozens of inflammatory messages and bizarre conspiracy theories on his social media platform in his most explicit support yet of QAnon, whose followers claim satanic cannibal pedophiles secretly run the government. Mr. Trump showing images of top Democrats, implying they're the enemy, and demanding he be reinstated as president or else a new election should be held immediately, which federal law does not allow. Donald Trump is trying to keep his base engaged, and he's trying to use them as leverage against people like Merrick Garland and Joe Biden. Worth noting that Mr. Trump's social media platform has just a fraction of the reach of Twitter and Facebook, where he is still banned from posting, Craig. So, Hallie, I mean, realistically, what could come from this hearing today? Yeah, so the judge is going to decide whether there should be this so-called special master. You know, the Department of Justice doesn't want that. The Trump team does want that. But both sides say if that happens, and by the way, the judge has suggested preliminarily she would be inclined to appoint one. Both sides say whoever it is should have the proper security clearance. But keep in mind, even if this special master is named, it's not like the FBI investigation is going to stop. It may take a little bit longer, but it will continue. And then legally, here's something else to keep an eye on, Craig, as we're looking at these filings moving forward. The former president has repeatedly claimed he declassified the documents in question, but his lawyers to this point still have not made that argument formally in legal proceedings. Something to watch. All right. Our senior Washington correspondent, Hallie Jackson. Hallie, thank you. Also, this morning, a wildfire burning out of control in Southern California forced evacuations and led to the closure of a major interstate. The so-called Root Fire has scorched nearly 5,000 acres, about 40 miles north of Los Angeles. Interstate 5 was closed yesterday in both directions. Eight firefighters sustained heat-related injuries. It all comes at the beginning of a record-breaking heat wave out west. California Governor Gavin Newsom has now declared a state of emergency to increase production and reduce demand. In fact, officials are asking residents to avoid using major appliances and refrain from charging electric vehicles from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. Quite the challenge out there. In fact, for more on the heat and what to expect today, let's bring in Dylan Dreyer, who's in for Al this morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys. This could be a record-breaking heat wave out west because of the duration, the intensity, and the expanse that it's going to take up as it takes hold of the west. Right now, we have 41 million people under heat warnings and heat advisories, but we are going to see this expand over into Denver, into Wyoming, into Montana as we go into the next couple of days. Record high temperatures likely across California today. Bakersfield, a high of 107. Forecast Fresno. 
snow, 108. Las Vegas, 110 degrees today. Then as we go into tomorrow, still looking at high temperatures, about 5 to uh, 15 degrees above average. Record highs likely. Denver, 93 degrees uh, for a forecast high tomorrow. In fact, the first eight days in Denver, the first eight days of September, are forecast to be up into the 90s. And then as we go through the weekend, Sunday, Monday, looks like it'll be some of the hottest temperatures we've seen so far. We're looking at a high of 125 for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday in Death Valley. Keep in mind, the hottest temperature ever recorded on Earth in the month of September is 126 degrees. So it's a possibility that we could certainly get up to that over the weekend. Los Angeles on Sunday should get up to 101, Craig. Wow. All right, Dylan, thank you so much. We've got some big news this morning on the COVID front. Ahead of a potential fall and winter surge, a CDC advisory panel is meeting today to weigh in on a new set of vaccine boosters tailor-made to fight the Omicron variant, just approved by the FDA. Joining us with everything we need to know, Dr. Richard Besser, the former acting director of the CDC, the president of the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Dr. Besser, always good to have you. Thanks for your time this morning. Let's, let's start with these two new boosters. Could get approved as soon as today. Who should be in the front of the line to get these shots, Dr. Besser? Uh, well, th thanks, Craig. You know, I'll be watching very closely to see what the advisory committee to the CDC says. Uh, but one of the things that's, that's clear is COVID's not over. More than 400 people are dying in America every day from this. Uh, and people's risk varies. Uh, elderly individuals are at greater risk of severe disease, hospitalization and death as are people with certain disabilities, certain medical conditions that put them at, at increased risk. I expect that if the CDC is supportive of, of what the FDA has now authorized, that they're gonna recommend this for high-risk individuals. I'll be interested to see what they say in terms of people who are, who are at lower risk. You know, we don't want, Craig, people to be living in fear, but we do want people to have what they need to reduce their risk. To, to that point, if I've, if I've had the primary vaccine and I've had uh, two boosters already, do you think I'll even need to get this one? Well, you know, that's what I want to hear in the, in the discussion. Okay. Thankfully, uh, the younger you are, the lower your risk is of, of getting severe COVID and dying from this. Uh, we still have a lot to learn about long COVID, you know, that, those symptoms that linger and go on after someone's had an infection. Uh, we won't have data to know whether this reduces the chances of that. Uh, but as someone who's younger and, and healthier, that's not something you, you want to have. The special thing about this, uh, these boosters is they target the, the strain of COVID that is, is the leading strain right now across America. And as we come together, as we spend time closer indoors, the risk of transmission goes up. And I expect we're going to see surges. If that's done at a time where people have added protection against what's around now, I think that will save lives. BA4, BA5, 90% of folks who are getting COVID right now, those are the two strains they're, they're getting, right? That's right. Uh, th those are the strains that they're getting. And this is the first vaccine that we're going to have here in America that targets those strains. The companies have made made uh, boosters against uh, uh, Omicron before, uh, but but this is the first time we're going to see those those available in our country. What the, the advisory to the FDA said yeah. was let's wait and target the these particular strain that we're seeing in America. That's what these two boosters do. Really quickly, Dr. Besser, I've, I've read some some criticism, some concern. Uh, that these new these new vaccines have only been tested on mice so far. Human trials are, are just beginning. What do you say to that? 
Well, you know, these are slight modifications on the previous boosters that were used. This is the same kind of approach that's taken for, for flu vaccine each year, where they, if there's a slight change to the vaccine, they, they allow it to, to move forward. But I do think some people are going to want to wait. They're going to want to wait and see how it goes as it's given to more people. One of my big concerns, Craig, though, is that the, the government lacks the resources to get these vaccines out into every community. And as we've seen so far in COVID, the impact of this has varied by community, and they need the resources to make sure that whoever wants this vaccine is really able to get it. Dr. Richard Besser, always good to have your perspective, sir. Thank you, Dr. Besser. Now to Ukraine and the mission to prevent a potential disaster at Europe's largest nuclear power plant. A U.N. team is attempting to begin inspections today despite intense shelling near that facility. NBC's Megan Fitzgerald joins us from Ukraine with more. Megan, good morning. Guys, good morning. This entire mission was in jeopardy of not happening after intense shelling this morning. Just within the last couple of hours, those inspectors made their way inside for what is a highly critical mission. This morning, Europe's largest nuclear plant under fierce attack. Intense shelling forcing the plant to shift to backup generators for the second time in 10 days, delaying the already risky inspection mission to the facility by international inspectors, but not stopping their arrival. Both Ukrainian and Russian officials accused each other of attacking the route the scientists were taking. The mission is to try and prevent a nuclear accident after the plant has been struck by shelling over the last several months. The director general of the International Atomic Energy Agency says they won't be intimidated. Weighing pros and cons and having come so far, we are not stopping. Negotiating their way into the plant. As fighting continues in much of the country and Ukrainians work to push the Russians back, daily life goes on. So the bomb dropped there, all these windows blew out and the kids were in school. Today, children across Ukraine are returning to school. But this year, a bomb shelter is required for doors to reopen. So even the youngest of students undergo drills and are given strict instructions in case the Russian military attacks. Returning was a hard decision for parents. This couple ultimately deciding the trip to safety was faster at school. Because when the air raid uh, goes off, if we are at home, we live on the 17th floor, so we, have, we understood that we won't be going down every time it goes off. In the kindergarten, when this air raid goes off, they go to the basement every time. Nonprofit groups have raised money from around the world in an effort to give these students a sense of safety, even in a country where no place is safe. I want them to know that people care about them, people all around the world, but we have to make everything possible to bring comfort to them and to allow them to get the education. Now in Russia, students are also returning back to school there where they raise the Russian flag. Here in Ukraine, in Russian-occupied territory, students are being taught in Russian. Guys, back mm. to you. All right, Megan, thank you. Some new developments to tell you about this morning in that ongoing water crisis in Jackson, Mississippi. While officials there scrambled to get a failing treatment plant back online, tens of thousands in the state capitol are still without clean water this morning, and it could be a while before it's back. NBC's Guad Venegas is at that plant for us once again this morning. Guad, what's the latest there? 
Craig, good morning. Well, this is the fourth day that the people in Jackson have to wake up to a broken water system. This after a month of that boil water notice in place. Some people with no water at all. Now, with the emergency declaration approval by President Biden, we do expect the National Guard to begin operations today. We saw some of their vehicles arrive yesterday, including tankers. They're going to help with the distribution effort while the joint operation continues to restore service here at the water treatment plant. Another day under a state of emergency for the people in Jackson, Mississippi, a city without clean running water. The whole community is suffering. For frustrated residents, there are still no assurances on when the water will run like it should. There are interruptions in the system that are causing low pressure and in some instances no pressure for Jackson residents. For many who can't afford to buy drinking water, overwhelmed distribution centers are the only option. I've been here three hours. There is no organization. It's not fair to the people that's been here waiting. Others filling jugs with non-potable water for toilets, cleaning, and laundry. The National Guard, arriving Wednesday evening, expected to join the distribution efforts. Residents like Kelsey Shack are calling on leaders to do better. This has been going on for too long to not have it figured out by now. State officials say the city's water treatment plant failed entirely Sunday evening after years of problems and issues were flagged last month, according to an Environmental Protection Agency report obtained by Mississippi Today, including staffing shortages, monitoring failures, and soaring customer complaints. The EPA telling NBC News they are working closely with FEMA as well as communicating with state and local officials to address the growing crisis. The city's mayor says progress is trickling in. We are expecting pressure to start increasing. But it's not fast enough for residents in a state that has more than enough water but no functioning treatment plant for its capital. And that water pressure expected to increase today because of a new pump that has been installed. Now, the mayor said they did run into some challenges when they first installed the pump yesterday, but he expects it to be operating today. Now, the officials are saying that residents have to keep in mind that there's a lot of repairs that are necessary, so the full service won't be restored immediately. They will have to be patient as they keep working on the water distribution in the city. Craig? Yeah, well, hard to ask folks to be patient. Uh, in 2022 when there's no yes. running water in their city. Guad Venegas, Guad, thank you so much. All right, let's check in with Dylan to get a check of the rest of the forecast. Yeah, we talked about the heat out west, but we do have uh, still some flooding concerns down through Texas. Now also seeing some heavier rain move into Oklahoma where it's been relatively dry. So uh, kind of much needed rain in Oklahoma, but not so much in Texas. A beautiful day across the northeast. Humidity is gone. Temperatures in the 80s with lots of sunshine too. And back through the Midwest will be in the upper 80s and lower 90s, a little bit above average for this time of year. And that's your latest forecast. All right, All right, Dylan, thank you. Still ahead here. After a summer of airline chaos, a brand new tool is being rolled out today to help when delays and cancellations ruin your plans. Tom Casella will break it all down and get you ready for the long holiday weekend. But first, this is Today on NBC. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed we are back at 7 30 with a picturesque scene from narragansett rhode island as the rush to get away for labor day weekend begins and if you're just starting the day, certainly a big thank you for waking up with us. We love that you're with us each and every morning. And we're happy to have Peter Alexander. Yes. Nice to see with you. Us Congratulations, your little one, a kindergarten. Oh, that's right. And your kids are back in the classroom, too. Everybody's so. back. Finally, yeah. yeah. My daughter peaced out and she took off, so I think she's on her way. <laughs> this, is, this is a Northwestern sandwich. That's here. right. Exactly. Go Cats. Go Cats. Glad to have you with us this I'm morning. I'm glad to be here. Thanks uh, so much. Let us get to your 7.30 headlines here on a Thursday morning. Democrat Mary Patola defeating Sarah Palin in this special election for Alaska's House seat. Peltola is the first Alaska, Alaska native ever elected to Congress. She's likely going to take over the seat that was left open by Representative Don Young, a Republican who held that office for nearly five decades before he died in March. That special election was the state's first test of ranked choice voting. Hmm. A small fire caused big problems at Orlando's airport last night. Take a look. You can see smoke rising from an area above a Burger King restaurant. This is inside of the terminal there. Passengers in the area affected were evacuated while firefighters put out the flames. The fire impacted about a dozen flights. One of Spain's most popular festivals made a roaring comeback yesterday after a two-year pandemic hiatus. Folks from around the world filled the streets of Bunyal for the mm. Tomatina tomato fight. Check that out. They had more than 130 tons of overripe tomatoes at their disposal to chuck at fellow participants. The event's not a new one. It was inspired by a food fight between local children back in 1945. If that was a college bowl game back here, it would be like brought to you by High Intensity Time <laughs> exactly. or something like that. You're peeling That's, tomatoes off of you for exactly. days after that. All right, coming up, what teachers wish you knew as we head into the new school year. Vicki Wynn got together with a group of educators to talk about the challenges they face, how you can help them and the inspiring reasons why teaching remains their dream job. Plus, we don't often get to say this. Tom Costello is at an airport with some <laughs> hopeful news for flyers. <laughs> hey, guys, so if you are confused by how every airline seems to have a different policy on when they canceled their flights, when you get your money back, what about a, a voucher for food or hotels? The DOT this morning rolling out a new one, a one-stop shopping to make it all clear. We're going to tell you how it all works. And if you're flying, look out for pick picketing pilots. That's coming up. Back at 740 with today's Consumer Confidential, focusing on the stories around this time each morning that impact your family and your budget. Yeah, we do this around the same time every morning. And this morning, after a, a trying summer, changes are finally coming 
Coming to the way that some airlines treat their customers, but it's not all clear skies as Labor Day travel kicks into high gear. Pilots are planning to walk the picket line today at some of this country's busiest airports. NBC's Tom Costello covers aviation for us, and he is joining us now from Dulles Airport outside D.C. Tom, what do you know? We got a lot of headlines this morning. Let's start with the fact that the airlines this morning are spelling out, being far more transparent about how they treat their passengers on things like vouchers, when you get your money back, when you get a hotel or a food voucher. They're doing that now because today the DOT, in a pressure tactic, is putting out a new website detailing how every single airline treats their passengers. That's at DOT.gov. And in the meantime, if you're traveling today, there's a good chance you're going to run into pilots who are walking the picket line at 12 of the biggest airports. They're, pro they're protesting over how they are being treated. Under pressure to improve customer service and avoid a repeat of this summer's travel nightmares, the nation's airlines are this morning spelling out how they treat passengers when flights are delayed or canceled due to factors under their control, like a mechanical issue or staffing shortage, not weather-related. Alaska, American, United, Southwest, Delta, Hawaiian, and JetBlue all say they provide meals for customers delayed by three hours, offer hotel rooms for passengers stranded overnight, including transportation to and from the hotel. Just two weeks ago, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg told us exclusively the airlines must improve their customer service or the government could soon impose tough new requirements. So now you're kind of laying down the law for the airlines. They can either pony up on their own or you're going to enforce this for them. That's right. I'm giving them an opportunity right now. Uh, we can do more rulemakings and even more enforcement. The airline's announcement coming on the same day the DOT today rolls out a new dashboard website. One-stop shopping so customers can see each airline's policies spelled out including rebooking fees, meal vouchers, and hotel stays. Some airlines get all green checks, others get red X's. And today, 38 state attorneys general have written to Congress saying they have received thousands of complaints from outraged airline passengers about airline customer service, including about systematic failures to provide required credits to those who lost travel opportunities during the pandemic. The state AGs want the authority to enforce national and state consumer protection laws. The frustration shared by many passengers. I mean, quite honestly, the whole time at any airline right now is, is absolutely ridiculous. In June alone, complaints against the airlines jumped 270 percent above pre-pandemic levels. Meanwhile, if you're traveling today, you may see off-duty pilots picketing, not striking. ALPA, the biggest pilot union in contract talks, says pilots are exhausted after working record overtime while airlines struggled this summer. In the past, yes, every summer there'd be overtime flying because the airlines fly more in the summer. Now it's just been relentless in the in the recovery. And Tom, with the holiday weekend here, how busy is air travel expected to be for those folks? Yeah, get there early. 12.7 million people are going to be flying over this extended Labor Day weekend. That's about 12.5 million, a little, I'm sorry, 2.5 million or so per day. Busiest airports, kind of the typical busiest airports, uh, Atlanta, Denver, LAX are going to be 
having lots of friends with you. By the way, 23% of flights uh, in August alone were delayed, so this continues to be an issue mostly related to summertime weather. Hopefully that's all going to improve over the coming weeks, guys. Tom Costello outside Dallas on a gorgeous D.C. day. Mm -hmm. Tom, thank you. Well, speaking, speaking of travel, don't stop after Labor Day. September is a great month to get away, and it's filled with deals. Coming up in our next hour, we're going to tell you where to look for big savings. And, and a few places that folks probably have not heard of or been to as well. So before we do any of that, I mean, Labor Day is still a couple days away, but yeah. how, how are we looking in general? For the most part, it's hot out west. Looks okay. nice in the northeast, you know, for the most part. But you know what I love about the first day of the month? Yeah. We get to look back at last month and give you a whole bunch of numbers. Oh, okay. Right? Let's talk stats. No one gets more excited about the weather. I love it. Let's take a look at what we just went through, if you haven't had enough of it. It's been hot out west, hot in the northeast, cooler than average uh, in the southwest because of all the rain we've had recently. Same goes for the south. And uh, we've had several areas that broke record high temperatures across the month of August. In fact, all of those red dots indicate areas where it's been the hottest August ever on record. The yellow dots indicate where it's been the top three hottest August on record. In fact, Newark and Philadelphia had the most 90-degree days ever in August. Boston tied it with 11 days with high temperatures of 90 degrees or higher. Well, now that we're in September, what can we expect for this month? Well, we're going to continue with the warmer than average temperatures out west. As the monsoonal season comes to an end, we should start to see warmer than average temperatures in the southwest, too. Also continuing with that trend in the northeast. And as for rain, drier than average, where we certainly do need some of the rain, especially out across California, where it's hot and dry and fires are likely to spread easily. And we're going to keep uh, with the trend of the wet weather down along the Gulf Coast, where they do not need any more rain. But more of that wet weather is on the way. And that's your latest forecast, All right? Thank you, Dylan. Uh, just ahead, a struggle for all parents during this back-to-school season, mastering the drop-off line. We've all been there. There's a mom who's going viral for her solutions to the drop-off line. You don't want to miss this one. We'll have it for you right after this. And welcome back. So the return of school, of course, means the return of the chaos and frustration of those car drop-off lines. A lot of you have experienced it. Families in front of you taking their time and slowing things down for everyone else. Maybe it's made you late for work. Everybody's been there. Well, a mom in Texas has some solutions and she is now going viral with her tips on how to speed things up. Here it is. Teach my whole the latch, all right? We're gonna be holding this latch. When we get about three, four cars out from our turn, they know what to do, all right? <laughs> Third, stay with me. They should have their backpacks on in the car it's okay it's working on their posture let them sit up they need to be ready to go four y'all have got to stop getting out the car opening the doors for them let them open their own damn door they take too much time and five most importantly y'all we are yielding it's not a stop it's a yield we are Boom! So there we go. We are not stopping. We are like yielding. Boom! Keep rolling. I know, right? Too. That's funny. <laughs> if everybody did that, do. though, I guess it would flow a little and that smoother. Yeah. About the tuck and roll. The principal <laughs> even gave her a call. She was worried her kids were getting in trouble. Yeah. She was calling to congratulate her. Said, I'm going to share that on her Facebook. <laughs> but she, oh, she makes cute. a good point. If you can keep the kids on the passenger side, mm -hmm. yeah. you don't have to get out of the car, open the door, give three hugs, the I kiss on the I never thought about that. The pat on the butt. You don't need to do all that. <laughs> The kids inside. Did you guys get dropped uh, off or did you have a no. I was just about to say, are you kidding me? Yeah. I think I can count the number of times. I mean, my parents worked, so I had the bus. Yeah, I, had the bus. I don't even think my parents knew when I was going to school. Both ways in the snow. But it's true. Way to go, Mom. Yes. Yeah. Way to go. Making things efficient. All right, coming up on Pop Star, Taylor Swift. You know, she surprised us by announcing a new album. 
Well, now we're going to learn more about it this morning.